feel like we've been doing this for hours already. Because we <laughs> we've been doing this for hours already. Hours. Exactly. One uh, hour. It was the day Swan and Wit ran errands together. Oh, like a married couple, I think I said. We were about... Oh, she did it. <laughs> we were about to start, and then I was like, I'm so uncaffeinated. And she was like, I don't have cigarettes. And, and I was like, I don't have booze. And she was like, I don't have gas in my car. I don't think I got that high-pitched when I said any of that. No, so we just, no, we were we were literally, we were like headphones on, ready to mm-hmm. hit record. And we're yeah. like, let's go take care of some business. <laughs> let's go run errands. So we did. Oh, we did. It was I mean, pretty successful. Like, we're in a new relationship, friendship here, (laughs) and we just, like, went and ran errands together. We didn't fight once. No, no. I mean, you almost hit-checked me in a parking lot, but it was It was to save your life. It was, yeah. Yeah, Swan almost got hit by a car, hypothetically. Could have. It was a possibility. (laughs) There was a soccer mom named Karen who needed to get (laughs) home with her Coronas and her margarita mix. Yeah. Karen needed it real bad, and she needed it. I you know was the ready to part save about, Swan's life. The over. funniest part about the the Karen meme is my mom's name is Karen. Oh no! And so I love. I mean, being like, okay, yes. Karen. It's so <laughs> funny because I just picture my mom. I don't know, dude. And mom, I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. But my mom's name is Brenda, and it's such an equivalent. Oh, like, that's so good. I know. Yes. Okay, Brenda. Right, Brenda. <laughs> calm down. You can also give Brenda so many syllables. Brenda. Brenda. <laughs> We're so extra right now. Brenda, um, you just need to chill. My mom, by the way, Brenda, would probably love probably to be chill. a guest. Karen should also chill and be a guest. She would love. She would Brenda love it so much. And Karen, we would like to invite you to our podcast to be our guest. If my mother was a guest, I guarantee that eighty percent of the time I would just be taking deep breaths and <laughs> counting in my head. Back from 10. Karen, is this okay with you? She's triggering. (laughs) I love her so much, but she created me and she knows all of my buttons. I do... I have a list of people that can purposefully or non-purposefully, like, set me off. Yep. And I think everyone's list like that has mom on it. And, like, no love lost over that. No, like, not at all. Love you, moms. Yeah. But, like, you created me, yeah. and you know exactly who I've always been, so mm-hmm. you have all of the power. She's to a point Rinda. where she can just, like, look at my face and yeah. say a thing that will just set me off. Yeah. But she's also the person that, like, I love to go shopping with, and I'll call her <laughs> about stuff, and I'm just like, Mom, I love you. Like, we have a great relationship, but... That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Karen is... Welcome to our podcast, as far as I am concerned. It would be Welcome, fun. Welcome, Karen. It would be fun. Because like I said oh, in a previous episode, my mom can get down. Mom's she's, day. She's not a typical mom. She's, yeah, she can get down. I mean, I just don't even know if there is a typical mom. Do you know what I mean? Oh, there. I mean, there's definitely not, but there's definitely like a stereotype that people picture when they're well, like... Well, Karen. No. no. <laughs> That's not what I meant, but that's what I meant. Right, right. Like, yeah, your your average Karen soccer mom. Yep, whatever, your average Carol. Just okay, Carol. Carol's another sure, good one. Carol. Susan. Sharon, actually. Yeah, Susan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back off, Susan. <sighs> Step out. Yes. Susan is uh, the person that wants to speak to your manager. 
No, that's Karen. Oh, well, Karen. Karen has too. the if she has the haircut that I need to speak to your manager haircut. Your mom does. Have no, the she used to. Okay. At one point, she did. I was yeah. like, wait, really, dude? Uh huh. I've had that haircut too. Oh shit! I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I've had it. Oof. Oof. Yeah, that was before the meme. Do you need to speak to my manager? I never needed to speak to anybody's okay, manager. My manager is also my partner, and you're gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was going to be, you're going to lose or you're going to love it. Because she's amazing. I wasn't, I wasn't sure where that was going to go. <laughs> it was going to go a lot of places. I have a lot of managers, so it could have gone to any I one mean, of those places. A lot of yeah. places, yeah. Everywhere. We ran into some people at the co-op who uh, served us some delicious coffee mm-hmm. and were mm-hmm. excited about the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think once we start airing this shit, we're going to have a lot of people yeah, that are going to be... What, that's why I've, I was like, we need to talk about like what, we, what we're doing here. Cause... I think if we, even if we just did this for our friends, if this never takes off yep. and never gets popular, I think it would still be so I much fun. I think that's all we're talking about at this very moment is just like... I mean, like I'm those, picturing both us of being those people... famous, so... <laughs> I mean, it he may be <laughs> No, but Why Wally... do you think I talk like I'm not. Okay, I'm so sorry. I don't think you talk like that. Triggered. <laughs> it's just my like. It's. Thanks, Karen. It's my voice for like whiny girl need <laughs> things. It doesn't have to do with you per se. I would use it for myself too. Is this because I called you a valley girl at the liquor store? That might be why this is. This is. <laughs> I was triggered. <laughs> did call me oh, a valley girl. That was funny. It was because my credit card, my credit card wouldn't work. My MasterCard. It's because I'd been swiping so Cause, much. Because your magnet strip was like worn out and I was like, I was like joking with the cashier. I'm like, this girl just cannot stop shopping. Put it on my plastic. Charge it. And I called you Lord knows girl. my card is like seven years old. <laughs> Dude was Not tickled really. though. He was like, he "Thank God, because we otherwise he would have been upset with me." So I'm glad you were there to like calm him down, making jokes. Oh my God, I'm missing jokes. With and then, I don't know if you caught this, but like as we were joking about like girl can't stop shopping, a woman who looked like a fucking Karen. <laughs> she looked like a Karen. Uh, she was rocking. What someone. you should have said is Karen behind me. <laughs> no, she she walked around around the uh, cashier thing. But she was, like, in her 50s, had, like, bleach blonde hair, way too much tanner on, and she was wearing, like, jeans that she probably got from Hollister while she was shopping with her 14-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. trying to be young, whatever. <laughs> it was a whole thing. And she had one of those, like, short winter coats that, like, barely cover no, your midriff. Bish. And it had a giant fur collar that was hot pink. <laughs> so as I'm making jokes about you can't stop shopping, and then she walks by, and I, like, made eye contact with the cashier, and I was like... She can't stop shopping. I did hear you say that, but I didn't see. <laughs> and the guy was like, yes. Like, so was... you and Cashier like bonded we, hard. We bonded. Or... I mean, okay. he's going to come over later. It's good. Be... And also, uh, a typical side effect of you being anywhere in public with me in a non-professional sense yeah. is that everyone is like, who are you dating now? Like, that's like, like, I'm fairly certain that's why liquor store girl, like, made fun of me. Yeah. Because she was just like, who's your date? <laughs> who's this new girl? <laughs> who's this side piece you yeah. got? It, it's part of my life. Everybody calm down. <laughs> Everybody just. Although I do like, like, even when I'm just, like, out with a girlfriend, I like the idea, just pretending that I'm gay, just to be like, are you cool with this? Is everybody fucking cool with this? Because mm. this should be normalized. Like, 
This should be... I'm very interested by that, and I bet a lot of people would be offended, but I'm not. But it's, it's like, we're not walking around like, hey, lover. Like, we're not... But it's just like, maybe I'll link arms with my girlfriend and we'll walk through the store or whatever, but it's like, we're not acting any certain way, but it's just the idea of like, so what if we were two girls who were together? Yeah. What the fuck do you well, care? And also, like, can we not act like two people need to be dating each other in a sexual manner? Yeah. To link arms and walk through a store. I linked your arm nice. today. It felt nice. When, <laughs> it did feel nice. Yes. When we forgot about our producer's fizzy watermelon water. That's right. And we walked out the store when I said, nope, turn around, we're going back in. I mm-hmm. linked your arm and we walked back mm-hmm. into the store. It was kind of like you were guiding me. Mm-hmm. You were my guide dog. And also, that shit does feel nice. Like, can yeah. we just talk for one second about physical contact and we've discussed in in other podcasts like um consent like like don't don't go flying into someone's arms if they don't know you're coming sort right. of thing yeah. but at the same time like consensual we're walking across the street now and yep. we are two pals that are going to link arms yep. and walk across the street together like part of it's for safety I part of it's cuz it just feels nice goodness wish that people would understand how important and how amazing like physical connection is mm-hmm. like I'm holding my both my paw paws up against my heart while saying that because like it's just so crucial and it's such a, yeah. a brilliant and beautiful form of communication. Well, I mean, even when you think about like when they say like newborn baby babies or like preemies when they do like the mm-hmm. there's a name for it it's like kangaroo or something but they do the bare chest they'll have like the fathers yeah. put the baby like a mm-hmm. naked baby on their bare chest and they say that it actually like scientifically proven that it it increases all their functions and they like it, yes. it's good yep. so it's like yeah physical touch is well, good. hugs do too like yeah. and, and if you are conscious enough to hug so that your hearts you can actually hug so that your hearts line up mm-hmm. and like like it's scientifically healing yeah and amazing my go-to move is when i wake up in the morning husband is usually awake before me so when i wake up i'm always like squinty eyes like I look grumpy face but it's just because I'm like trying to block the sun on my eyes and I always the first thing I do usually is I go up to him (laughs) just grumpy face Swan's face is like so grumpy like a grumpy three-year-old who just woke up from a nap that's what it looks like and I always go and give husband a big hug and I'm just like because it's just like waking up is so hard Mm -hmm. waking up sucks so it's like if you can get like a good solid 20 second long hug where he'll just like hold me and then I'll be like okay, I gotta pee, let me go. <laughs> but, like, it's nice. It's a great way to wake up. And at the same time, I feel for, like, the people that don't have their person for that. But, like, I would encourage you to, I don't know, find your people. Like, I've been without a person a million times in my life, and, you know, just fucking find your people, dude. Yeah. Like, find the person that you can connect with. I have, I think I've told this story before but whatever I have this one friend that we're just we just like each other we're just connected and we just we haven't spent a lot of time out of work together but we have like we've got our own sign language now Mm -hmm. we've got our shit and I just really like this person and the story that I think I told was that I saw them from across the store I'd just come in for personal reasons to our place of business and they were studying for their school so both of us were off the clock but both of us worked there and I just said, I just stalked right up to them and said, can I give you a kiss on your forehead? 
Like, I just, I just felt like they needed a kiss on their forehead. Yep. I just felt like they needed it. Yep. And I was like, I have a kiss on your forehead to give. Yeah. Like, I can do And that. I think you need that. Yeah. So, like, but then, of course, permission. And it's like, I just Consent. very officially yeah. said, can I give you a kiss on your forehead? And yeah. they just kind of, like, looked a little quizzical, but were like, yes. Sure. And they gave them a nice kiss on their forehead and a big squeeze. Yeah. And then said, have a good day. And yeah. walked away. And, like, I think, too, that... You know, like, we're definitely not trying to make you feel bad for not having that, but you can be that for each other, mm-hmm. and you can have that without having that. Yeah. Like, you can have it in so much brilliance. I think it's a it's a big deal when you find a friend who gives, re- like, really good bear hugs. I think I just try to be that yeah. friend. But, like, when I, like, what, I, I have a lot of uh, dude friends I usually fit in with dudes. I don't know if you can tell. Oh, I wish I had a burp lined up right now. God, that'd be so great. But <laughs> I when... wish I hadn't giggled. <laughs> but when when there's like a huge dude friend and you're just like, oh, I bet you give awesome bear hugs. Like yeah. there is nothing like being squashed into a bear hug and feeling like you're six years old again. Small fighty people can give good bear hugs too, you know. I, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> but I just get really Rude. excited when I make, like when I first became right, um, friends with Steve, I was like, yeah. oh, I bet he gives all. Awesome. I mean, we don't. I don't think we've ever hugged. Oh, really? He does <laughs> give good hugs and we've asked does. each other for them several yeah. times. I don't like, think we're there yet. We'll get there. Yeah. We're, we're pretty good. I feel like it would, I feel like you're there already. I think I am too, but you I I've said before that, that like I'm not a hugger. I'm typically it's not true. a hugger. Yeah. It it breaks down a vulnerability barrier yeah, for me. Yeah, but you also have you're not a hugger, but you have in this exact conversation said you live for that moment in the morning when you get to melt into yes. husband's arms. Yes. And you also just said that you live for that big bear hug yes. moment. So I think But this it's is a not part of you're... my like self image where I'm still in that yeah. old kitchen restaurant sure. try to be tough, be a tough dude chef. Like it's hard for me to be like, let's hug. It yeah. feels, with a new friend, like, it definitely feels foreign. It, it feels um, vulnerable. If I may continue to say, yeah. I think that it's not that you're not a hugger. It's just that you haven't found your hugging communication. And, like, yeah, I'm pretty much, I'm getting that down myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is going to be a tough one to explain to the podcast. But I have started making it known amongst my friends and family that when I lift my arms out in an eagle spread and I twinkle my fingers, <laughs> when, I, when I shake my fingers back and forth, that means bring yourself in. <laughs> Let me get you into these arms. Get in here. Yeah, that's exactly it. So like, I think it's all about working out your communication with people and working out like what you want and need. And dude, let's just be real. Physical contact is so important. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I'll go days without being hugged or hugging someone or days without being touched. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. Like, I'm fine. But at the same time, the moment that someone does, there's, there's this one one customer, and we will call her Nina Simone. Okay. Because that's what we... Is it Nina Simone? No, I wish it was. <laughs> um, but together we, outed her so we remembered each other's names because I told her that I was Whitney Houston and she was Nina Simone. I love it. Um, and like we, we, there's a language barrier, but she knows that we're friends and I know that we're friends and she'll be like, because you know, you know, Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're soul sisters. Like she just like, there's like a thing that goes on and, and she will come to me and be like, 
Whitney Houston, I really need a hug today. <laughs> and I'll be like, bring it in, Nina Simone. <laughs> Come on, girl. Um, and like, that it's just like, I don't know, dude, there's just communication and that I think is so important. And I think that like with your eyes and your hands and your life, just, you know, reach out, man, and be willing to give those things. If you can, if you have the space and you've got the, the spoons, um, then give them. I just wanted to say, if you're playing the, uh, <clears throat> the drinking game of keeping up with Swan while she's <laughs> podcasting, we just finished our first and... We're on to Ooh, our second. That was a lie. Well, I mean, since I sat down. Okay, but... <laughs> since, since I sat down. Technically, this is my third. God damn I it, thought this you, is making me only, sound like I have a problem. You brought up drinking game. <laughs> You're the one who said it. I want... Oh my god, I want this to be a thing where it's actually a drinking game and you keep Are up with me keep as, up I'm, with the swan. as I'm podcasting. Swan, swan, swan. Not saying that I am a competitive drinker at any point, but if you want to... I mean, as, I'm sure if you're, like, sober by the end of the podcast, you're like, this game. dumb bitch sounds so stupid. Do not say it's that about okay, my friend. It's okay, I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't say that about my friend. Oh, no, I'm just, I mean, I say dumb bitch lovingly. Like, actually, dumb bitch okay, is one of my favorite. I, I have a good friend who, uh, we call each other dumb bitch all the time, but it's in a very loving, I'm like, dumb bitch, I fucking miss your ass. Like, it's very, okay. like... She'd be like, this dumb bitch. I'm like, thank you. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> so, so um, I spent Christmas with a family that was not my blood relatives. And one of the conversation pieces that came up really early in the, the thing was just like, yeah, like, you know, 10 years ago, you couldn't call someone a bitch. But now, like, y'all are just like calling each other bitch right and left. And so it made... <laughs> It made me get into a, a descriptive conversation with these people where I was like, no, 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 there's different sorts of bitches. Yes. Like, there's so many bitches. Like, if yeah. you're just like, she was a dumb bitch. Yeah. Like, it's dude, toned. she's a dumb bitch. Like, yeah. that's just set. Like, it's done. Or if you're like, this fucking well, bitch. And then the one, the first one that I said was, I gave him a little elbow and I was like, there's bitch. bitch. <laughs> which, which I will argue is not bitch, it's bish. Which is what my friend and I say. It's B-I-S-H. Okay, so maybe, but that one actually is bitch because there's bish too and there's binch. You've introduced me to bish. I'm just saying there are different sorts of... There are so many. Mm -hmm. I love it though. Well, I think bish and binch are your like work. Yeah. Like, bitch, you would not believe (laughs) You wouldn't even know. Or I'll be like, bish. Like when I, that's when I'm yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. I'm like, call, like texting somebody, I'm like, bish, it has been a minute. Like we need to hang out. <laughs> when you can't just use the like nonchalant, especially bitch like in text. In, I, if exactly. you're just like, bitch, people are gonna be like, excuse me. But if you're like, <laughs> bish, they're like, all right. But if I sent you like, bitch, period, you would be like, oh shit, like something is going down. <laughs> what did you find out? Or like, like I have a friend, and I feel like this is applicable too because it's the same thing where. When we have a story mm-hmm. that is like, you want to hear this, we just say, girl. Yes. So there's different level. There's girl, which is just girl, you know, and then there's girl, yes. period, and then yes. there's capital girl. Yes. And then there's like G-I-R-R-R-R-R-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L, exclamation point, yes. exclamation point. That's just like, girl, la, 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 la. Or there's G-U-R-L. <laughs> yeah. That's one. But those are all, that's just a communication where we say, like, I have a story yes. that I want to tell you. 
contact me when you can. Immediately. Or, like, I'm thinking, I'm, I keep thinking of this one particular friend who I bet would love to be a guest on the podcast, by the way, but I should reach out to her. But um, she is somebody that I would text, and I could text her and just be like, bitch, period. And she would write back and be like, who did what? Tell me now. Call me immediately as soon yep. as you can. Because exactly. she knows that it's like, bitch, you you need to fucking hear this shit. Girl. Yes. Girl. <laughs> girl. It's also girl become, there's G-R as well. It's just like G-U-R. Girl. No, no, but like G-R-R-R-R-U-L happens too, which is, that's the most serious one. Girl. It's girl. Girl. (laughs) Girl. You do not believe. (laughs) Is this, this is, this is our segment called, we're going to text it, say it like we text it. Say it like you text it. We're going to say words the way we spell them out in text form. Is this fun for you? I mean, I that's how I talk. And that's I try to text to, to Wait, hold on. I try to text so that you can hear my fervor, your inflections. Mm, yes. That, yes. Yes. That's fun. Well, we were talking <laughs> what was the word that we were making more syllables on? Don't, don't, <laughs> and God, God, <laughs> or God, yeah, 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 yeah. That's like your twelve-year-old. You're fighting with your sibling, and you're they punch you, and you're like, Joanta, <laughs> and suddenly <laughs> also mom, mama, mama. <laughs> Mine was my brother's name was Alex, so it was always like <laughs> Alexa, like. So you were yeah. just preparing for Alexa. Yeah. Yep. Do you have one? You can no. like <laughs> no Alexa listens to everything. Fuck that. Big brother does not need another microphone in my life. I just pictured that's water. Everything's fine. Oh god, everything's fine. I just pictured you being like Alexa, <laughs> and then Alexa's like, "What can I help you with?" I'm Play like, sexy oh, saxophone, man. <laughs> Play the chicken dance song. Wait, what is that song? Not that. I know it. I know that song. So, No, I can't ever say that again because you'll think that it's party time. It sounds like you're just revving up a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think would essentially just become me revving you up. Probably. We don't need to do that. I've ha- I, I mean, I can revved. feel I can feel the espresso hitting me. Adequately revved. I'm feeling good. I'm revved. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm, I was going to say I'm high, but that's not... I'm not. I'm just... I'm jazzed. I'm <laughs> elevated. I'm ready to bat, 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 bat. I feel like you're being really honest I'm, right now. I feel like I'm being really obnoxious. I'm so sorry. I'm going to fucking tone it down. Jesus. Clink. Producer and I just clinked drinks. That was aggressive, guys. Uh, that was prove, a legit Trying clink, to prove bro. that your clink is better than ours. <laughs> I was trying to be podcast friendly. Just... Since when? I... <laughs> oh, burn! Oh! Fire. Wit with the fireball. Wit and I are just in the clink and click. You got the clink and click. Oh my god. <laughs> um, speaking of clink and clicks, mm-hmm. I think I might clean up this water if. The two of Did you, you actually spill it? Yeah, dude. You dumb bitch. Uh, <laughs> listen, Christmas bitch. I, I spilled Christmas my water. <laughs> yes. I think that popped my ears. Ooh. 
We could just come up with a soundboard that's all just beers <laughs> cracking open. We wouldn't even have to drink anymore. We mm-hmm. just crack beers open. As, like, wouldn't that be funny if we were not actually just if every we weren't moment, drinking we, we, at we, all. Could, we can't think of anything to say. We're just like, hit the soundboard. <laughs> they must be drinking all the beers. Are you keeping up with this swan drinking game? No, because you'll be dead. Every 47 <laughs> seconds is a beer crack sound. Swan's just jogging. She has a drinking problem. Mom, just so you know, Swan doesn't have a drinking problem. Uh, I mean, do I? I no, mean, there's a podcast called uh, True Crime Garage, and it's two guys who sit out in their garage and drink beer and talk about crime. And they have... I'm sorry for speaking for you on your drinking problem. No, it's fine. Um, Let me do it again. I don't know if they... They must use a soundboard, but um, they will have the sound. Like, at the beginning of every episode, they're like... They sponsor, like, they're, they're, they taste all these beers and shit. And so they'll... Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, they'll crack a beer, and it'll, and it'll totally be that perfect, like, sound. And then they also have the sound of, like, pouring it into a glass. So it's, like, a beautiful, like, glug, glug, fizzy glug. pour. And then they're like, and this week our beer is blah, 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 blah. And it's like, and they say where it's from and whatever. And it's, they have people who, um, people who donate to the beer fund. So they have a Patreon where people donate to the beer fund. Yep. And so then they'll do like a shout out. So they'll be like, thank you to Andrea from North Carolina who sponsored to the beer fund. Thank you to Andrew from whatever. And the, so that's pretty cool. And then they're like, and then they do all that and they're like, all right, now let's get into it. And then they like go into their biz. So is that what we're going to do? No, I'm just saying it's a cool thing. And I love that they also do that. And the, uh, because it's like, I'll be listening to this at work and I'll binge through like, you know, six episodes. And by the end of my shift, like it'll be like 10 in the morning. And they, it's that sound of a beer cracking and pouring. And I'm like, it's 10 in the morning, but God, that sounds so good. (laughs) And by the time I get home, I'm like, I need a beer. It sounds great. Oh, it's an interesting subject that we just brought up here. Beer sounds? No, just like, yeah, it seems like it's almost enabling. Uh, not in like, I don't know, there's nothing to do about it. Like, we're just drinking a beer, but yeah. like, it's like... Well, that's kind of like the conversation we had when we were talking about smoking, and we're mm-hmm. like, you know, we're, you know, obviously smoking, and people are going to hear it. And mm-hmm. Is that going to be an issue for somebody who's trying to quit, or whatever? Well, and what do we eat something to in one episode, or like... There's all these different, like, noise things. Oh, you you did... What did you do? You were like, people are going to be dumb now. <laughs> it's over. I can't remember, but... Just... Was I just eating soft cheese into yes, the microphone? <laughs> no! No! This is was... not ASMR. Somebody's that, triggered by I, that. I almost said ASR, but it's ASMR. Somebody Don't has laugh. Somebody has turned off the podcast... They cannot stand mouth noises. Actually, that's part of the reason I don't eat in the break room at work. Yeah. Like, I'll go in there and I'll be like, pick up a nice, juicy burrito, open my mouth to take a bite, and then there's someone around me like... And I'm like, I'm not hungry anymore. Too bad that I need nutrients in my body because they're not going to get there. You're just going to sit in a locker till you die, burrito. One of my biggest pet peeves is what I call the banana noise. Uh Uh-oh. And it's the sound of somebody eating a banana. No. No. Okay, so this is not okay. (laughs) A quiet room. I'm actually done with this podcast now because (laughs) It's the worst. So I... My biggest problem with bananas is their texture. Yeah. And, like, I already know what my mouth does with bananas, mm-hmm. so, like, I'm not... No. 
Nope. If child is eating a banana in then front of me, then you murder him. No, I just, I have to leave the room <laughs> because it makes me instantly just Murder's enraged, okay. and I'm just, like, I'm sorry, it's not his fault. He's, a child <laughs> he's just he's eating, eating a, banana. a banana, and he's just going about his business, getting his goddamn potassium, and I'm just like, <laughs> eyes are flaming red balls, and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle it. it it's driven me crazy since I was a kid. I, I think it might be like one of the it. reasons that I generally prefer, prefer to eat by myself yeah. and not, like, make a meal of it. Like, but I, I, I also I, do love when there's a lull in conversation, and then I'll just do this. Why do you love that? <laughs> I don't love that. Because it makes, it makes everybody just look at you with this look of, like, what the fuck you are mean, you doing? Like, and then general, you're just like, ah. In real life, you'll do that? Yeah, yeah. It's just a sound filler. It's a space filler. And then people are like, what? And then they usually all laugh. I try funny. to do my cricket, my fake cricket noise, and no one ever knows that it's cricket, so it doesn't work. Do, do it. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound I told you, no one ever knows that it's cricket. <laughs> I actually know what crickets sound like too, so I don't. I just can't. No, that's what I would do. Oh, probably. are you better than no, me? No, that that's just what comes to mind it's for not me. Better. <laughs> there's one. There's one episode of my favorite murder when they're trying to do the sound effects for like um what was that? It was like PBS with like the star would shoot by and they'd be like the more you know. And so so Karen Kilgariff goes gling 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 the more you know and I was just like. The word gling is officially in my in my vocab, and I need to say it as much as possible. I would have just been like, bring just, just say, the more you just know. Just say gling. Gling, gling, gling. It sounds amazing. I'm sorry, but we can't all be Karens, okay? I know. I wish we could. Yeah. yeah the world I, would like, be a better it place. It seems like the point of this, this podcast should actually be called... When Swan admitted their love for Karen. Why Swan is absolutely, <laughs> completely enamored with Karen Kilgariff. With Karens <sighs> in general. All Karens. Oh my god, I just realized I'm surrounded Swans by Karens. This podcast is called Swan is in Love with Karens. This is, no, no, no. <laughs> this podcast is called Swan Surrounded by Karens. No. I'm just picturing a bunch of Karens with the I need to speak to your manager haircut and they're all just standing in a so circle around a bird. Around a swan bird. Okay. So what's more terrifying, being surrounded by a swarm of Karens or a swarm of geese? <laughs> Swans. Karens. Karens. <laughs> Clearly. Karens. I mean, geese Definitely will bite, Karens. but Karens will speak to your manager. <laughs> and they'll bite. And they'll grind and you. Gr- grind you? They'll ground you. <laughs> Karens, no grinding. So Let's wait, just keep all of our Dance Karen-y. grinding or like giant grinding where they like grind your bones I mean, into... this got real, real fast. This got real fucked up. As always. What the fuck are we talking about? What have you done? Can I just... I'm not high. Like, what the fuck? fuck are we talking about all right Jesus well so Christ. hold on sorry <laughs> calm down with yourself kind kind be kind to let's yourself. all just let's loosen our shoes take a deep breath yeah we're all okay we're all in a safe space right now <laughs> no karen's here there know. are no karen's in this room not a one. I'm totally just picturing, like, <laughs> behind you from the shadows, like, okay. a Karen with the manager haircut, like, Great. sneaks out of the shadows, now and I'm, I'm like, gonna have nightmares. <laughs> Karen with the manager haircut is sneaking into every nightmare She just, nightmare like, peeks out tonight. of the shadows, like, it's gonna be dead eyes, <laughs> dead shark eyes, and she's like, I need to speak to your manager. This coupon is expired, but I'm gonna use it. I need to speak to your manager. Oh. Man, I was just... Uh, have you ever worked retail? <laughs> no, not once. God bless us. That was a lie. That was 
a big goddamn lie. I've definitely worked retail. Have you worked retail, like, in clothing? Not clothes, although food is worse than clothes, if if I can say. I could be wrong, but... It seems like it is. I love you. I'm seeing some. Yep, I'm wrong. seeing some faces. I it's kind of two to one here yeah. across the room. I have a clothes a, apparently are worse. I have a friend of mine who actually is a manager at the Gap, and her name is Karen, and she needs to be punched oh, no. in the face. No, no, okay, she's fine. a sweet baby angel. Okay, but she is a manager, and she has seen some shit, and especially around the holidays, she's just like it's fucking terrible. <laughs> We're back. And we're back. Ugh. Love it when we're back. Ugh. I love it when we're front. I love it when we're side to side. Easy, easy, Karen. <laughs> oh. Sharon, Karen, Marin. Sharon, Karen, Mark Marin podcast. Really great. Mark Marin, what the fuck podcast is great. I feel like there was a story you were going to tell me or... Uh, a beer I was going to kick over or uh, yeah kick something over again that was fun <laughs> I'm really good at that that's good it's my best role I hate when you've only had like two beers and you spill something and everybody's like whoa calm down drunkie yeah. and you're like fuck you I'm clumsy by nature I'm pretty sure that like party foul is the thing I've heard the most in my life if there's one thing I've heard the most it's party foul yeah because of just the way that I live Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kicking beers over. God. Being a just goddamn shambles. You know. It's my best life. Life's I hard. Learned. I know we've had to edit out me spilling a beer before. <laughs> it's, you know, it happens. Fucking happens. Kind of living my best life right now in this position. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You look comfortable. I'm so comfortable. You look good, yeah. yeah. It looks, looks comfy. Knocking my feet. Sorry about this. That noise right there is me <sighs> knocking my feet. You're just, you're making our producer work. I so much harder. think we can leave the beat knocking in. Is everybody okay with that? <laughs> like, if not, please email us at 1-800-FUCK-YOU because I knocked my feet That's, once or twice. That was a phone number? It wasn't even an email? <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. That whole thing. That whole thing was our email. <laughs> it takes a while to type in, but it's worth it. I promise. Yeah, we do actually have an email address. Do, yeah. yeah. Um, it's I'm your person podcast at gmail dot com, mm. and we want people to email us and tell us anything you want. Anything. Oh my god. You could ask us questions. Tell us or, funny stories. Yep, you could tell us stories or ask to be a guest. Tell serious stories. Mm-hmm. And we could read that stuff out online and online. Outline. Wits just killing it today, girl. <laughs> Mm. And and I'm in the process of setting up our Instagram, which is going to be I'm Your Person Podcast, you know, Instagram. Insta. So we're so going to... We take our pictures. We're going to do, like... yeah, fun pictures and just random shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be fun. You might see sneaking pictures of our elusive producer. Or cats. Cats <laughs> is probably... <laughs> I'm your person slash I'm your cat. I'm your your cat podcast. I should have taken a picture of Sid in the box. Mm. You're really letting down our Instagram. I try and forgive you for that. Our following. Mm. They're like, we need to see microphones. We Mm -hmm. need to see cats. So that's why we're here. 
to yeah. apparently, you know, share pictures of cats with you. <laughs> and are you temping that beer? I was just checking it. It's still cold. I just, oh God. <laughs> I pressed the back of my fingers against a beer. I lined up my next soldier and uh, got some heat for it. Well, <laughs> and Wit was judging Now you. the beer's room temp from all that heat you threw at me. <laughs> I'm so sorry, bro. Uh, yeah, so we're here talking, and we want you to participate. Yeah. If you would like to. Do you want to tell me about your Christmas? Oh, yeah. Well, um, so, uh, so for Christmas, we, husband and child and I, we, we essentially barricade ourselves in our house. And we don't go anywhere. We refuse to go anywhere. And then, of course, all of the grandmothers are like, that's okay, we'll come to you. And we're like, nope, you're not invited. <laughs> like, nobody, we just, we put up walls, and it's just us three. And we stay in our PJs all day. We play video games all day. We nosh on bad food all day. It's fucking awesome. So that's what we did. Uh, Husband picked up child and brought him back to our house and we were opening gifts and it was actually kind of frustrating because child's cell phone kept going off because grandmothers were texting him like, what did you get for Christmas? Send us pictures. Merry Christmas. Yeah. How was your da da da? And he was just trying like, to make sure that you're not keeping him from something. Well, like that. yeah, and it was like he was like three presents deep, and his phone is just like dee 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 dee, and he was obviously very distressed because he's like, oh, grandmother, you know, texted me, blah blah blah, and so finally I was like, dude, you can totally put your phone away and not respond to any of that, and you're not in trouble. Like, yeah, that's not at all. totally okay. And it, it was just kind of like this relief where he's like. Oh, thanks. And so he like put his phone away and we're just like, we are just going to open gifts. We're going to be in the moment. We're going to have fun. And so that's, that's what we did. We opened all of his presents nice. and it was super fun. And we like played with a bunch of toys. And so of course, you know, he doesn't have to go back to school until like the third or something. So he's, you know, he's still at our place and we're just, uh, on Friday, husband had to go to work, but I didn't. So it was just child and I at home all day Friday. So we like, you know, woke up slowly, we slept in, he played some video games, I made coffee, and then... Did his child drinking coffee already? No, God, no. <laughs> Sweet Lord. I was no. like, that. I thought child was no. a little young no. for the calf. Uh, no, but it was like, th- then we played like some Yahtzee, and we like made some, we, I got the clay, and so the we made like... the best game ever created. Dude, I have not played Yahtzee since I was like 12. What is your goddamn problem? Oh, it's so good. Dude, I have my boards like pinned to the wall. Like I have, like you, it's surprising that you don't have a Yahtzee board already in this house. Yeah, dude, we should play Yahtzee. Mm. Yeah. On the cast. Yahtzee. We'll uh, play it during one of our episodes and I'll get so salty at you every once in a while and just be like, bitch. Bitch. Is that a large straight, you fucking whore? <laughs> and that's what I would say in my head, but not out loud. Like, for the sake of my grandmother. Sorry, Grandma. Um, no, we, play, we played Yahtzee. I had gotten clay. I had given him a bunch of clay, so we, like, made a bunch of clay, like, cat figures. Cute. Because that was my, like, I was like, we're going to make cat figures, and then we're going to make a tiny little 
litter box and we're going to make a tiny <laughs> little cat food bowl with like cat and I was like then we're going to have all these and then I got paints too so I was like we're going to after they're dry we're going to paint them and we're going to have all these little cat figurines <laughs> of like our two cats and like all <laughs> and it's going to be adorable so we did it was probably not adorable it, it is it's I'm pretty just, cute I'm no she sent you pictures it's adorable oh uh, it is it, excuse it, it me it is so cute <laughs> uh so we did that and we like I don't know we just dicked around and had fun and then husband came home from work and we were like and then we did this and then we did this and we're like telling him about it and he's like cool. great I need to play Madden before yeah. I can absorb any excuse of it. me everyone so. please shut up <laughs> grandiosely I mean not that aggressive but he was just like cool happy for you <laughs> I'm gonna play some Madden and then we'll touch I was again. just responding on my own like this is how I feel when I get home thank you yes <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Shut the, the fuck up. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm out of the office right now. I'll be in in an hour. <laughs> I need an hour to get home and recharge. It's true though. Recharging. What's that? I'd like Dude. to figure out what that is. It's so different for introverts versus extroverts. I agree, but at the same time, like I think it's also different based on like what you put into humanity, like. Like, what you, what pieces of yourself you exhaust throughout the day. Yeah. Um, Like, I was just thinking about Christmas for myself, and I had some really big things happen, and when it hit, like, 6, 6.30, somewhere in there, I had this insane headache, which was probably from caffeine withdrawal, and an extreme need to go the freak to sleep, because... Because it had all just been so much. Like, it was just yeah. so freaking much that I was exhaustified. Yeah. So, like, I think sleep is a big recharge, but mm-hmm. I'd love to get some opinions and on ideas, like, on how you recharge, because I could use some more of my repertoire, fam. Well, do you classify yourself as an introvert, extrovert, or oh, a mix? I'm an introverted extrovert. Okay. Wait, hold on. Extroverted introvert. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm the same. I'm like a, hi guys, what's going on? Don't talk to me. Yeah, yeah. Like I can <laughs> no be, I can be loud. I can be poppy. I can be like da 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 da. But then sometimes I recharge by I just need to be alone, and be doing something quiet. And sometimes I recharge by I need to be out with friends. I need to be socializing. Yeah. And so for me, it's like a mix. But for husband, he's introverted, and so his recharge is just like. I always just on need a mirror. I just don't think people, like, think about that. Yeah. Like, like f- when I'm finished with whatever, like, I need a fucking minute. Yeah. And it becomes a fucking minute when you didn't hear me when I said I need a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then it's a, you, it, then it becomes you a sassier a minute. Yeah. <laughs> then you don't just need a minute. You need a goddamn motherfucking a minute, bitch. Goddamn minute. Oh, my God. Everybody's mother has said that to them. I just need a... Uh, my mother has never said that to me. I mean, the tone, though, right? Okay. I was like, my mother would never say goddamn. If you're playing the Keeping Up With Swan drinking game, we are on... Oh, four? Officially beer three mm. per podcast, but mm-hmm. total four, because I had one before we started mm-hmm. recording. Mm. And I have been drinking Sweet Child Divine by Fulton, which I love one of my absolute favorites but now i'm going to she ran out of cold ones surly brewing co which also fucking surly furious is amazing but this is surly hell which is a lager 
Hell I just really good. I love Furious because it's really Delicious. high ABV, so it's it gets true. me fucked up. Okay, but we're like also trying to like drive Swan home safely, so it's a good thing it's not Furious. Yeah, I'll get there. Let's get Swan Furious, oh. bitches. Raising hell. <gasps> I like that. <laughs> Getting Furious and raising hell. Oh, I like that. You would like that. I'm mm-hmm. so like you to like that. When have you? When was the last time you raised hell? Oh shit, dude! I raise hell all the time. But when was like the last, like the most recent instance like, where you were like, "Oh, I like raised some fucking hell, hell raising." <sighs> Any idea? You started a union. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did raise some hell and start a union. Yes, but um, no, I just feel like there's a better, like a not better, because that's valid and noble, but. I feel like there's a good one out there for, like, me just, like, flipping my shit. Mm-hmm. How about you? Oh, you weren't ready? I was hoping you were no, ready. No, I totally so I have... was not ready. Okay, so we just need a second to think. Yeah. And think with us. Give it a little beat. When was the last time that you beat. raised hell? Beat. Please email us at I'm your person. Yes. Oh, my God. This would be a great one. Yeah. Email us the last time you raised hell uh-huh. and tell us what you did. What did you do? Yes. Uh, I think this this definitely wasn't the last time, but it's one of my most favorite times was when I was a sous chef and I was leaving. I had put in my notice and for the last couple weeks while I was there, I kept going on these very inconspicuous smoke breaks with my chefs and I'd be like, hey, uh, so-and-so, let's go for a smoke break. And they'd be like, okay. So we'd go outside, and I'd be like, all right, <clears throat> this is what your peers are making, hourly wage. Hell yeah, you did, Swarm. I, yep, and I was like, I'm leaving, and so I have no dog in this fight, but this is what you should ask for, and they'll counter with this, and this is what you should settle for, but don't settle for any less than this. And I did this with all of my cooks, so by the time that I had left, management was getting all of these requests and demands for I need to be making this much otherwise I'm leaving and a lot of them all got bumps that's awesome and it made me feel so fucking good because I was just like it was kind of a big middle finger to like Mm -hmm. the investors who had fucked me over and made me feel small and it's a it's a a bump in a like you're pushing up your people yeah and like and it's such a common thing to hear like I just remember one day when my boss was like, guys, you shouldn't be talking to each other about what you make. Like, don't that's do that. That's illegal. They can't say that. So that's actually what happened. She said that in the huddle, and then she came back later that day and was like, um, our lawyer told me that that's illegal for me to say that, so yep. go ahead, have your conversations. Yep. And that's what we did then. We were yeah. like, oh, yeah. like, you can't tell us that. Uh-huh. Because that's the thing, is everybody, and I think this is a very Americanism, where people... We don't talk about money. We don't. We, it, it's Americans with like money and sex. We don't talk about it. We're we're fucking prudes. And it's like no, 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 no. The more we talk about money, or sex, or I whatever, say, insert sex. subject. <laughs> the more educated you are. It's true. The more you understand what your pool is and what I mean. What you should be making and you don't, well, what you, you're you don't worth. have to settle as much. Yeah. Especially like. And and I mean, I'm a little bit biased, but especially in the restaurant industry where you work yourself to death and you work 
so much and so hard and you work off the clock and you are so dedicated and you just want to be the person who's giving their most and you get paid shit you work every holiday you work your birthday you work everything you work every fucking weekend you work nights and you get paid 13 bucks an hour or whatever it's fucking bullshit and the more that people are talking and the more that we're communicating it's just going to benefit everybody yeah and so it's like, I, I highly encourage people, talk about, and I'm always very open. Even people, if you're getting more than people, like, I, that's yes, still, like, the discussion to There have, have been it's times like, where I've been getting more. paid more, and I'm like, hey, dude, I'm getting this much, and you work just as hard as I do. You need to be asking for this much, because this is bullshit. Yeah. Unfortunately, with starting a union, like, there's a lot of... So everybody's wages went up, but it mm-hmm. went on a scale where... Yeah. You get a raise no matter what now, which is really great, but, like, also you get the raise that is given to you, and I think at this point it's a little bit more difficult to talk to management and be like, because I think even some of our managers, especially the newer ones, don't understand that you can give a raise just because someone deserves a raise. Based on merit. Yes, you can do that, but they just... Because there are going to be people in any organization where it's like, Hey, we all know Jane. We all know Jane works her fucking ass off. Way harder than Bob. Way harder than Ross. Way harder than all these other made-up people that I'm making up. But it's like... Oh, dude, like, coming from Jane's standpoint, like, shit, dude. (laughs) It took me a long time to get to where I am wage-wise. And a lot of that was trailing behind other people in dollars that have since left, left the establishment that I work at and don't care as much about the employees and don't care as much about the customers and don't care as much about the actual physical establishment mm-hmm. as I do. Yeah. And that like I'd love for that to work but it's just not fair. All right, now you're just distracted by the cat. <laughs> I'm right here in this conversation. Um Oh, you're not here. No, I'm here. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a, I'm taking a breath to get there. Yeah, I think, I think especially part of this generation too is just, I think millennials and zennials and whatever. I think we are just so fucking grateful to have a job yeah. that we are very resistant to ask for a raise because we're just sort of in this mode of being like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just lucky to be here. Yeah, I'm just yeah. lucky. Exactly. I'm just lucky to be here. How dare I ask for more? But then the minute you ask for more, suddenly you feel selfish, you feel guilty, you feel yeah. like... You're taking from somebody who needs you, it yeah, more you, than you. Yeah, you feel like you're talking yourself up and you don't deserve it, he's, which I've seen so many times. And it's just like, you need to have the self-worth and the value of being like, no, I contribute, I deserve this, I've earned this, like... That uh, can be a big, um... It can be a big letdown... Yes! That was our producer. It can be a big letdown when you build yourself up to that point and don't get it, though. To yeah. Come from something Absolutely. Like and I, it, it took a lot for me to like empower myself to the point that I felt worthy of applying for the job yeah. of the top of, you know, but like... Yeah. It's it's a lot to put yourself out there and and be willing to fail. Yes. Yeah. what yeah. I'm saying. Like, it's hard to... Fail it. Like, being okay with failure is a really hard skill to learn. Yeah. Uh, That's a big part of, like, vulnerability, yeah. too. 
Like I've been talking with my therapist about vulnerability and just saying like, we've been talking about the idea of, of even going into a situation and being vulnerable. And even if you know ahead of time that your vulnerability is going to get squashed, that you go into it anyways, and you're still vulnerable and you understand that there's still value in that. And there's, and there's strength, (laughs) there's strength in that. Okay. Strength I'll take value I just I don't know. The there there's value in understanding that being vulnerable is not for anybody else's well-being, but it's mm-hmm. for yours. It's for growth and It is. Yeah. And it's and it's for I think it's for resilience. I think when I go into a situation and I'm going to put myself out there and this can be a work thing or a personal thing or whatever, when I go into a situation and and I say to myself, I'm about to say something that's so vulnerable, and there's a 98% chance that this person is not going to receive it. They're going to squash it. They're going to make me feel stupid. They're going to make me feel all these negative things. But I have my therapist's support in the back of my mind saying, there's value in this. There's value in saying, I'm still, even though I know it's not going to succeed, I am going to continue to be vulnerable and put myself out there because it only makes me stronger and it only makes me better. And it also makes you an example for other people who are maybe looking for positive reinforcement and the fact that, yes, there is value in being vulnerable or being being strong or being, you know, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. I feel very supportive to that idea and very, like, bitter and negative in my own right right now. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, yeah, sure, dude, there's a value. <laughs> just continue to soak me for everything yeah. I am. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite authors is this writer, Jack Halberstam, and they wrote this book called The Queer Art of Failure, and it totally blew my mind when I read it because it was like, it's about like queer culture and about queer histories and things like that, but it was in finding value in failure and how like punk culture and Mm. cultures that rise around like the idea of otherness find success in not like succeeding in a normal not conforming not conforming right or it's just like yeah that's why i called you queer yeah (laughs) yeah i told you you're so queer thank you because it's like you know heteronormativity is this thing that says like you want to have a house and a husband two and and a half kids and a dog dog. dog. right like that's success definitely in this antiquated idea of success but then like rebellious types queer types come and they're like no we don't have to accept that yeah as a way and yeah. like we're still dealing with some aftermaths of that but the fact that we can find peace in things that aren't traditional ideas mm-hmm. of success is just like it totally blew my mind and it's wonderful that so many people nowadays are like yeah i worked at this office job and it paid my bills but you know what i really want to do is open a uh clothing shop for hedgehogs like right yeah <laughs> any that random sounds crazy thing. right but like the fact that people are trying yeah to do things like that is and, really wonderful and even the idea that like the child Socks free culture that we were talking about yeah, last time tiny gloves for hedgehogs <laughs> tiny gloves. but the the child free culture that we were talking about last time that i i consider my, yes i have a stepson but i consider myself child free and i take pride in that and there, it's part of my identity and i think that there are a huge, huge group of people who acclimate and, and identify as child-free. Mm-hmm. And it is coming to a rise, and I'm seeing so many 
goddamn newspaper articles that are saying millennials oh they're not having enough kids and they're trying to ruin all this and everything else no it's it's there are so many people who are just becoming self-aware and they're saying guess what i don't need to have i don't need to shoot out six kids from my fucking vagina to make me a person or to make me a woman or an adult or a family yeah a successful person yes like it doesn't need to be a part of who i am to be classified as all of these things and i just Every time that I meet somebody else or hear of somebody else who is child-free and it gives them so much liberation and joy and strength, I just, I get so happy because I'm like, thank you. Yes. Like, be who you are. Like, embrace it. I love it. Well, and the same goes for the people that are not child-free, which I think is so Mm -hmm. interesting. It's just like, dude. Do what you yeah. do yeah. your thing. Yes. But like you want to raise eight I've kids. I've been yes. called selfish for not having children before. Oh, so have I. Yeah. yeah. And and that's a big one for me. Is like, dude, like, did you want me to bring a child into the world with no foundation and no, like, I'm I'm not even educated. Like, what? Fucking come on. <laughs> Let's get you an educated, hypothetical (laughs) child. Like, I don't know what an education is, so let's... I think to... to, There's a structure. There's a structure that needs to be a foundation that needs to be laid in bringing a child into the world, whether it's adoption, foster, or birthing a child. There is, you know, minimum, no matter what, you get nine months of figuring out, okay... I need to get my shit together here. I want to do this. This is where I stand on this type of parenting style. X, Y, Z. You get that shit figured out. And some people, most of my friends, God bless them, want to have children. And great. Good for them. That's awesome. But I feel like they are the voice that is always heard. And I feel like we're getting this this child-free wave that's coming in and it's like yes let's give them the microphone for a fucking hot second yeah just for a minute and just and hear the other side and say you know everybody has value if you want to raise kids if you want to adopt kids if you want to birth kids if you want to foster kids that's all valuable that's and we're right behind you we are so supportive and it takes a village so we're your village (laughs) but let's also support the aunts the people that that don't want to have kids and just say, you know what? Great, great, but you're gonna be a fucking great aunt, or you're gonna be a great person, or whatever. Like I suppose I try not to talk about it because I'm not. Necess- it, it seems like it's taking attention or like problem. Like it's taking the spotlight away from people that are like, look at my new baby. You're not about to be like, well, I'm not having one of those. Like most know, of my friends, I'm pretty outspoken about my child-free oh, position. Oh, you outspoken? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I just want to say that the eye rolls the two of you are doing right now are wonderful. Just like showing your disgust in your face, and I felt like the viewers weren't getting a chance to see. Mm, my husband that. tells me that I have a PhD in eye rolling. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly do. Uh, I do it when I don't know I'm doing it. Um, How but, could we? But but the thing is, is like I don't want to have kids, but ironically, I'm fucking great with kids. Mm. Kids are drawn to me. They love me. No, you me. want to be a parent. You just don't want to be the parent of your own child. I, it's not that I don't want. I just I don't, I don't I don't I don't want to okay, be a parent. Okay, but like, no one asked you. <laughs> I mean, I I, I am a parent. I am I'm a parent to child, but. But 
for example, like last April, I was in my friend's wedding and her sister, who was her matron of honor, has two young kids and they were, they were like two and four during the wedding. So like all the bridesmaids, I was a bridesmaid, all the bridesmaids are like getting dressed, getting beautiful, doing their hair, whatever. And I had, I already gotten ready and the, their mother was trying to get ready. So I was distracting the kids. And so I was like playing with them and we were doing, and, and we're playing and uh, And one thing that I do with kids is I don't talk to them. Like I'll talk to my cats in baby talk, but <laughs> I don't talk to kids in baby talk. So I'm talking to the kids like a normal fucking person speaks. I'm not like, but I'm just like talking to them and I'm, and we're playing and I'm entertaining them and whatever. And all of the people who were in the wedding party knew me, you know, they know that I'm child free they know that I'm usually disgusted with children and and I'm playing with these kids and these kids are like super drawn to me and everybody's people are like making comments like oh you're just like the best auntie like auntie swan like da 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 and it's like part of me was like yeah that's nice but then another part of me is like fuck that though like I'm cursed with this, like, magnetic appeal to children. <laughs> I really just that. like, Ugh. I mean, I, I also, it's my fault. Like, some parts of it are, like, ingrained in me in a sense that, like, I will reach for that. So, like, I can't just blame that on everything else. But I do have that innate magneticness that it can kind of go in bad and good directions. Yes. Like I, I have a good, <laughs> a good retail story, of like I have this one thing where, um, and we were talking about empaths, but we didn't really get a whole lot into that. But, um, I recently r- realized that like that's a a form of communication with small children. Mm-hmm. Like you can like. What happened was I looked, at this one, baby whose mom is a really good friend of mine, and mm-hmm. I like met. Her child for the first time. How old was baby? Baby was brand new in this moment. Okay. Um, like fresh we, babes. Like very fresh babe. Like still like juice. Maybe baby. just a week. Okay. And we had this transfer that was very freaking real and serious. Where totally. I like looked at this baby and she looked at me and she was like, "Hi, I can." I can hear you. And I was like, holy crap, baby, you can, you can hear me right now. And like, it wasn't like I can hear the words you're saying. It was like, I'm open. I'm a vessel. And here I am. Do and you can just feel it. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I could. And I looked at her and I was like, oh, this might be like some of the first like words that you're hearing. And so like with my mind, yeah, I said like, you're so loved and you're so lucky and you're so safe and you're going to be exactly what you want to be and like you because this baby was so loved and so safe and so lucky and like all these things and I was just like you just sit back and baby for a little bit and you're gonna be totally okay and I got big smiles from her Mm -hmm. and she was like thanks dude and I was like you know it and so like I love that that was one of the first like moments where I was like holy crap like this baby and I just had a full-on chat yeah and and that was after this other story that I'm going to tell because I've always I've always had that but I haven't necessarily realized when I'm using it before so there's this one time when this kid this family comes in it's just like mom dad baby and I smile at baby and baby starts immediately crying 
And I was just like, oh, geez, this happens. I'm so sorry. And I'm realizing, too, like, if we go back into the empathic shit, like, I'm holding all this, these people were so mean to me. And then you smile at a baby and you, like, just, like, you just straight up looked at them and they're like, ah, ah. You just opened a channel. And <laughs> Life is so and, mean. And, like, accidentally opened a channel with all yes. this hate yep. inside of it. You're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. opened a channel of, the, of emotions they've never even had any instance <sighs> to feel before. So this yeah. kid just starts freaking crying. And I look at mom and dad and I'm like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I, I don't know what... No, I said, <laughs> I'm so sorry. This just happens. And the dad said, yeah, this happened the last time we were in here. <laughs> It's obviously the vibes from this place. No, like, I made the kid cry the last time they were in there. And I said, I'm so sorry. I, I just don't know what to do except for not look at your child. And, and the mom says, that would be nice. Oh, fuck <laughs> off, Karen. <laughs> fuck off. So I've actually thought about that a lot of times, and it's come up on my timeline. Like, that was, like, probably two or three time- mm. years ago or something. She's a Karen and, or a Barbara. And every time they come into the co-op, I leave the department. <sighs> like, they come back in now, and I'm just like, they asked me not to look at their kid. The like, child is 18 what years else old now, but I still don't <laughs> look at them. <laughs> hey, a promise is a promise. No, they're like, they're, like, one and a half or two, whatever. Like, it's fine. But, like, I, I recognize the parents, and I look at the child, and I don't smile. I don't, yeah, I don't empathically try and talk to you. I will leave your yeah. presence. Oh, God. But, yeah, I don't know. Ugh. They're, they're, they're little sponges. Yeah, yeah they are. Little sponges sitting there ready to absorb your energy and probably more empathic than every single one of us. Yeah. I mean, I've always appreciated... Like, when husband and I started dating, child was still in diapers. Dipe dipes. Dipe dipes. Mm. So. I'm mad I said that first. <laughs> That's your term. Now I sound like the dipe dipe sayer. I love dipe dipes. I know you do. Um, so, so every year, you know, that child gained intellectual and physical and emotional maturity. Hopefully. I celebrated because I was like, oh, you're more of a real person now. Because child and dive dives, I'm like, but they're so bored. real though. They don't understand the language. Bored. Such... No. Guess <laughs> what? I want to sneeze and leave boogers on my face. I want to have my hands be always sticky. This is, no, I only I want chocolate milk and applesauce. Like, fuck that. all of that shit. Just fuck all of that shit. Knows, this is so, Swan's so, opinion alone. Oh, totally. I do not yeah. agree with any of that. So every year that child <laughs> grew older, every birthday. And you were like, you're more normal. Now. I would celebrate. And like, when he got to the age where he You're could, not celebrating his birthday. You're like, I might be able to talk to you someday. Yes. No. <laughs> Absolutely, and and when he got to a point where he started, Mom, he started having his own person. opinions instead of just like parroting back what we would say. He would have his own opinions about shit, and he would start conversations and he'd say sentences, and I was just like, yes, like you're more of a fucking person. You're not like a weird mirror of your parents where you're just parroting back what we're saying or like saying what you should say or whatever. Like I celebrated it, and now. He's in sixth grade, and he's he a little sassy own. mofo, <laughs> and he's about to become a teenager in a bit, and he's going to be real salty, and I'm sure mm-hmm. we're going to have all sorts of fun times. But even the so, factor. I so appreciate the fact that it's like, you are a person. You're not a weird blob, where it's just like, 
Yeah, but those, um, not to like shut down your words. Don't you but... dare. <laughs> come at me, bro. Please come at me with your opinion. Those I, people I are it. people. That's how they start. That's how you started. That's how we're built. Like, like frankly, my first thoughts, my very first memories, etc., are not that pleasant. Like we, as an older group of people around smaller people have a responsibility to teach them I just to be a good example and like and leave good impressions and memories on them I feel like you have that option and parents are the only ones obligated to do that would it is it better to do that and to be a good example absolutely but that's not on you this is my opinion I don't think like that just because there's a child in the room, I have to stop being a bad example. I don't censor myself right. around kids. If like, you're, if, like, especially... I don't know if I'm here for this. Well, it, it depends on the situation. If I'm at a bar or a brewery and some dumb Barbara brings in her fucking six-year-old kid well, to a fucking brewery, to a brewery at 8 p.m. on a goddamn Friday night... I'm not going to stop saying fucking cunt no, just because not. little Billy Jr. is over here. Although you did just say, never mind. <laughs> like, I was like, is that approved by our producer? I just, Can we say cunt? You can like, say whatever you want. <laughs> I don't... If, if the location is appropriate, I will not fucking censor myself because you're such a dumb fucking parent that you thought that Billy Jr. needed to be at a brewery on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck you. I'll if tell I'm you at a I pool, feel the responsibility. If, I, if it's noon on Saturday at a public pool, I'm not going to be letting the Effenheimers fly. Right. <laughs> Obviously. Effenheimers. But, like, that's the thing, too, is, like, if you are a dumb enough parent to bring your kid where kids should not be, I am not going to fucking start talking Nickelodeon for your fucking little blob junior booger face. Like, I don't give a shit. Y'all just lost the entire parent crowd. No, I think a lot of parents will agree and say, yes, you're right. Kids are our thing. We love kids. We get that not everybody loves kids and everybody needs to rein in their kids, bring them where they're appropriate, raise them right. I don't think anybody realizes that because I don't... Oof, see, now I'm about to <laughs> Now it. you're blocking yes. people. Yes, that's why I didn't want to talk about this, because the reason I feel a responsibility is because people do not. The reason I feel a responsibility is because people did not for me. Right. And so it's like, like if it weren't for the people that said, you know what, little tiny person, I'm going to help you get through this, then I wouldn't have gotten through this. And mm-hmm. so I do absolutely feel a responsibility. I feel <laughs> there's several conversations I'm planning right now with tiny people that are not children. They're over 18, but they're oh. still fucking children. And I'm trying to strategically plan these conversations so that they will make a difference in their life mm-hmm. and they'll understand that this is something that they need to change if they want to go forward positively because I care about them. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think that everyone has to or should feel that responsibility, but I do. Like yeah, totally I just fucking do. Yeah. I think I think you are very maternal and not in the traditional sense. Unfortunately maternal yes. would be a good description of yes. it. Yes. And I appreciate that so much. Yeah, I don't. 
So I'm glad I do. You. I think it's. I think it's like it's. It's your cross to bear. <coughs> if, if because of your upbringing and because Correct. of things in your yeah. past, it, it's very natural for you. Yeah. And I think, like I think that I have the, the ability and the space to be that maternal. I just don't like it. Yeah. And so I just choose to be like, this is not my fucking identity. There yeah. have been a handful of times where child has done something that. Or somebody else has done something to child that will make my mother bear come out in such a fierce way that it actually scares me. I accidentally had two mother bears come at each other one time. That was no good. Yeah. Both it's, my It's terrifying. Bears. Yeah. Like, there there have been things that have happened that, like, because, I think specifically because I identify as, like, I'm child-free, like, I don't care about kids, like, blah, blah, blah. And then something will happen with or around child that this, this like, spiritual mother bear will, like, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It oh, like, will I'm rise out of my chest in such a fierce, vibrating, fiery way that when things are like calming down, I will seriously, I'll just be shaking. And it scares me because I'm like, this is not something that I typically identify with. And it takes me by surprise when it happens. There was one time where we had been moving into a new place and husband and I are just trying to like unpack boxes and like move furniture and whatever and like child was I think like five or six at the time and he's just like running around crazy so we're finally like okay you go in your room we're gonna shut the door we're gonna like put away furniture for an hour and we'll like touch base so we'd close him in his room and we're like putting away furniture and we start smelling this like smell and it's like a plasticky like smoky plasticky smell and, but we're just moving into this place, so we're like, maybe this is a weird smell with the house, like, what's going on, whatever. So we're trying to identify it, and finally we open Child's room, and this waft no. of, like, plasticky, smoky nope, smell nope, comes nope, out. Nope, nope, And he had put a plastic toy over a lamp that was on, mm. and it was, like, burning the plastic. And so instantly, as soon as husband opened that door, instantly... You ran at Child. He... He ran at the at the lamp. I ran at child. Yep. I rushed child into the kitchen. Husband was taking care of the electric fire situation that was mm-hmm. happening. And it was one of those situations where, like, I grabbed child, rushed him into the dining room, and it was like a hug. And then it was like... Now you need... I air. had him by the shoulders, and I had, like, pulled him away from me. And it was one of those things where I was like, don't you ever... Don't you ever do this ever again? And then I like folded him into like the most fierce hug. Did you make sure he had some oxygen? He was fine. He was fine. But like again, bringing up, I'm not a hugger. Yeah. And I like fiercely hugged him. And then like husband came back into the room. He had finished his situation and he came back into the dining room. He grabbed child, making sure everything was okay. And I was just, I instantly started sobbing and I was, I was shaking and husband looked at me with this, he was like hugging child, but he looked at me over child's shoulder with this look on his face like, the fuck is going on with you? <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I had all this energy surging and it was just like this mother bear of like, yeah. I was sobbing and I was angry and I was scared and everything happened at once mm-hmm. and it fucking scared the shit out of me because it was just like, what is this emotion? What the fuck? <laughs> For people that, who... That emotion, that's my fucking life. Like, yeah. Welcome to it. It's yes. Great. Yeah. So for people so who love kids it. and want to have all these kids and they <laughs> do have all these kids and that emotion is your just fucking baseline, dude, 
hats off. Like, I can't. <laughs> I fucking can't. Hats off and in the air. Throw them to the sky. <laughs> Dude. But, I mean, just, I think it's, I think it's a thing of, like, appreciation of all the different groups of people. The people who love kids, the people who want to have kids, the people who want to adopt or foster kids, and the people who don't want to have kids. When I wish we also just, I mean, can we all just stop and think for a second about the fact that whether or not you, oh, shit. Okay, so, like, y'all, it's in your goddamn hormones to want children. <laughs> like, this is biological. Okay, but I mean, like, I don't mean want children, but, like, the, 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 the making of children, etc. The baby making thing. You're talking like, like primordial evolution primal. style. This is like some yes. primal shit. Like, can we just look into this a little bit and then, okay, but wait, can we look into it a little <laughs> bit and understand what's going on? Just so the it's, listener knows, I'm pointing at myself and, and shaking, shaking my head, head no. no. <laughs> I have like, zero desire like, to make children. I understand that it's it's a primal urge for the most part. I'm just trying to say, can some people please understand that about themselves? Like, can we look at the fact that some of these urges and some of this shit is simply biological? This is in your makeup. Like, that's why, like, I remember when I was like, I might need children. Like, like for one moment, like one moment in my life. And then I was like, nope, I'm over that. Like, yeah, it was just, that was just a moment. And I guess. Keeping up a swan. This is beer number four. Oh my God. Swan's line. It's. I'm I'm counting podcasts. They know they're up to base. I'm sorry, swan. No, I just meant I wish that that more people would look into it on a, like, would be like, hey, dude, your loins might just be doing a scientific thing right now. Like, you don't necessarily need this. Yes. I think a lot of people need to understand that. Swan got a very official look on her face and almost shook their finger at me. If there's one thing that I feel passionate and a little bit like superior about the figure is fucking it's children and birth control i think there are so many people that bring children into this world that it is so avoidable and here's the thing cruel if you don't want them please it's it's cruel if you don't want them or can't handle them i'm not saying that any child is a curse i'm not like don't get on me for this but i'm just saying the 14 year old girl who gets knocked up in high school doesn't fucking need a kid. Or I'm okay. Here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, this is a tough one. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get into a thing, and I just I want to explain myself. I'm I gonna am, walk away so you can just blame it all on Swan. Oh yeah, I I will totally. <laughs> I'm, put ju- my, I'm just kidding. I'll Swan. put myself out there, and I will absolutely Hi, accept buddy. any get of the hate that I receive. But I am absolutely pro-choice. I think that there are certain situations where your life absolutely can be altered. For the harder and for, maybe not for the worse, like, whatever. I'm not saying, like, you know, you experience whatever you experience in your fucking life. But things can absolutely be made more difficult if you choose to have a child. I am pro-choice. I think that if somebody decides that they are not ready or they are not willing to have a child, they are absolutely within their rights to choose to abort that child. I think that there are a lot of children that are brought into this world that are not cared for the way that they should be. I can I can be a person who says 
that children don't really fucking entertain me in the least, but there are children out there that are neglected and that are brought up and they have to raise their younger siblings. Abused. And they are not... I, I, I mean, even if we're not even going to go to the darkest end of the spectrum, but just saying that there are kids who... They're not giving given the attention and the love that they are deserved, and that fucking sucks. If you're going to bring a life into this world, then you got to fucking give your 110% every step of the way, and that is hard, and I get it. And for all of the struggling mothers, single mothers, single fathers, every, I'm just crossing the fucking board because I fucking get it anybody who's raising a kid it is not fucking easy which is why it just makes it i think more important to say like if you're bringing a child into this world if you're bringing a life into this world that's a very serious thing to consider i don't know what the fuck am i talking about things too serious to put on a first episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) we keep we keep recording episodes, trying to trying to have a light one. So we're just talking happen. about like <laughs> grapes, abortions, so many grapes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Abortion, pro-choice. You just came out in the first episode as pro-choice. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm hard pro-choice. <laughs> so I'm just so I hard. Also, but I do love those uh, those YouTube videos where. Where it's like, oh, my stepdad, you know, they were in my life since I was three, and now I'm 18, and for Christmas I'm gi- I'm giving them adoption papers, and they all fucking cry. Oh, God, those make me cry so hard. <laughs> so beautiful. I thought you were about to shit on those. You're like, no, <laughs> no they're so no, great. No, they're so beautiful. <laughs> I just saw one on Reddit who's like, he was my stepdad since I was three, and the kid is now, like, 18, and he, like, for Christmas, gave him adoption papers, yeah. and it's like it's always this big, burly, muscly dad yep, who opens it up down, and just crying. starts bawling. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> um, like all dads are burly and muscly. Most I love it so much. Oh, uh, it kills me. I love it. And also, as a step parent myself, to all the step parents out there, good God, you are fighting the good fight. It is so hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah, it's. It's a noble battle. <laughs> Shut up. I hate myself. For... I was like, do you need a minute with yourself? <laughs> I hate myself for saying Should I leave? Do battle. you want to just talk to yourself? No. Swan and her co-host, Swan. Mm. I'm sorry. I'll no, shut dude, it down. I'm just kidding. I'll shut it down. Don't shut it down. <laughs> So I've been watching um, the YouTube show Hot Ones. What is that? Where the host invites celebrities on to eat increasingly hot hot wings with really increasingly oh, hot heard spicy, spicy hot sauce. I heard that, that uh, what's her butt? Did Natalie you Portman. <laughs> you told me It was already. Nick. Nick was telling you that <laughs> Natalie Portman is boss. just like a chill icy Did you bitch. watch it? And I watched it and I was <laughs> shocked and appalled at how stony and like <laughs> composed she was it was amazing um but i've been watching a ton we of it we all want to be natalie portman yes. when we grow up so naturally today i went to the store and i bought a huge case of wings <laughs> and i've got a bunch of hot sauce in my fridge and i'm like this weekend i'm gonna make some spicy ass wings and i'm gonna watch hot ones as i'm eating <laughs> eating spicy wings and every time i'm like this is hot i'm gonna like tell myself that i'm a little bitch and just keep going <laughs> Because they eat, like, two million Scoville hot sauce. Okay, it's but, insane. like, 
Sometimes you sound like you're 12. <laughs> All the time. Are you, are, you're not 12. I'm I don't mean right. to burst your bubble, but I'm actually 12. <laughs> I'm podcast. Technically, I'm 12 I'm, and a half. I'm podcasting. I'm almost 13. <laughs> are you allowed to say those words? <laughs> <laughs> like, you said the C word earlier, 12-year-old. You also Duke. drank four, five beers. <laughs> I'm into my fifth beer. Uh, you're making me look like a bad parent right now. And <laughs> also, <laughs> Europe loves the word cunt. And I respect it hard. What does that have to do with I wish America because Americans are prudes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like I they, remember the reclaim. They say "cunt" the way we say "shit," <laughs> but we get very upset about the C well, word. Well, it sounds so much better when it's said in European accent. Just Google. Don't Irishman don't saying listen cunt. To Swan. <laughs> don't Google Irishman saying <laughs> cunt unless you know what Sharon. Would you like to? Because please just go. Right Sharon, ahead. Karen. Barbara does not want to. They're offended by that. They want to speak Brenda to the manager. certainly is. They want to speak to our manager. Brenda means, wants to speak to our manager right which now. Which Ollie's going to be getting a lot of emails. Oh, great. I'm sorry that my mom is about to call you and tell you to have us stop saying cunt. <laughs> yeah. So while you're Googling Irish people saying cunt, you should Google our podcast email. <laughs> yes. And send us an email yes. to tell us how much you hated this episode. Tell us that would stop be... saying cunt. You can find us at imyourpersonpodcast oh at gmail.com and also on Instagram, I'm your person podcast. Beautiful. God, I couldn't have done it better myself. That's we beautiful. actually could not do it. So that was the best. That's gorgeous. Because we couldn't. No, we couldn't. We're apparently worthless over here. Are we going to fucking wrap this shit up? We've been talking Wrapping for 19 up. hours straight. Yeah, 72 million hours. About I just think is what garbage. Yeah. The fun part about drinking five beers as I do this is when I listen to the podcast again, it's like listening to it anew. It's like hearing a fresh like version. Not of, even knowing what you know about yeah, life. Yeah, and every time I'm about to say something, I think, I should have said, and then I say it again, and I'm like, yes, go girl! Because it's just myself. I should have said, Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did I mean, say yeah, it. I'm my own biggest fan. I'm my own person, which is the the person that you should be. Everybody should be their own Guys, person. Guys, be your own person. Yeah. Totally. And I'm, also find I'm another person, person. Be your person. You're my person, but be your own person. Yeah, totally. We're changing the name of the podcast now. To, no, I'm just kidding. To, oh, I have so oh, many emails. To come, wait, no. Be your own person. Be, to, be your own person. No, it's be your own person. No, it's be your own person, cunt. <laughs> We're going to get so many emails like, that's offensive. Uh, Brenda's definitely, like, texting us right now. Carol is pissed. (laughs) Carol is upset. Oh, my God. Sharon's so good because it has share in it. Sharon. Sharon. Too much over here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sharing all your deets. Yes. Sharing your feelings. (laughs) That's so good. Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us for this really fucking weird for episode. So weird. Tune in for the next. I swear to God, it's going to just keep getting better. I oh, swear to God, so we're going to keep improving. Good. Stick with us and we're going to stick with you. And yeah, we'll be your person. And I'm so glad that you let us be your person this week. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>